0: is it a good morning for you in case you're listening to this in the morning? I'm just asking, how did you sleep? It's such a simple question. We ask, hey, how did you sleep? I've slept fine, you know. But so often I get an answer that a runner hasn't slept well. And then it turns out as you start to ask more questions that, hey, actually this person hasn't been sleeping well for quite some time. But hang on is this show not about running? Oh my goodness, what podcast did I reach here? Is it not about motivation to run? (laughs) Yes, it is. Correct. Actually, this show is all about helping you become a better, a stronger, and a smarter runner. We look at things concerning the brain, the runner's brain, the things which affect your mind, the way how you think is the way how you act, and that's the way you're going to perform as a runner. That's what the show is about. And one of the things which affects how your brain works is obviously sleep. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a brain surgeon. What I am is a run coach. I've been running the past, hmm, over 35 years of my life. Absolutely passionate about it. I love teaching about running. I'm a certified endurance coach. And look, running is such a simple sport, but we struggle with it so often, Even if you're a a very fast runner, you're somebody who regularly takes part in races, or you're just somebody, a regular runner, you have your ups and downs. And one of the things which affects this is sleep, which we hardly ever talk about. We talk about run shoes. I mean, you Google it now. You just go to YouTube and you enter best running shoes and you're going to find millions of videos really millions of videos concerning what are the best running shoes or the best running tips and it's usually always equipment it's gears compression shoes, socks it's the newest t-shirt it's the sunglasses it's the sweatband Who i definitely need a sweatband and the thing is we all know this i mean of course you need a pair of running shoes but the running shoes are not going to make the difference if your mind is not in the right space, if you're not feeling right, if you've got some thoughts, you know, and we're, we're healthy. I mean, I'm not talking about having an injury where you can't walk or, uh, you know, you've got a foot in a cast or something like that, or you've got your ankle bandaged. No, I'm talking about if you're healthy, and you're fit, and you've been running the last couple of weeks, your training is going well, and suddenly something happens, it's usually because of some thoughts inside your mind, some limiting beliefs which are there, or some events that have happened in the past which you're suddenly remembering, which are reflecting in the future that, ah, maybe I can't take this race, maybe I can't take part, it's a downhill, it's going to be difficult. And all of a sudden, your mind is convincing you not to go for that run performance that you've actually been training for. So this is what the show is all about and that's why today I want to talk a little bit about sleep and I want to say thank you to Tim, a good friend of mine, he uh, gave me a fantastic book and also lately there's been a lot of talk about sleep, the Huberman podcast, Uh, that's a long podcast, detailed two and a half hours, really goes into the deep science of sleep, what actually happens, how sleep starts and what happens, the chemical reactions in the brain and all of this but that's not what I'm about this is about running, helping you to get out of the door to become that runner, you should be that level of run where you're saying, wow, this really is great. This is it. And I'm explaining it in simple, quick terms. What is this? A 10, 15-minute podcast? By the way, it's the third season. If you're a first-time listener, I would recommend you go back to some of the other shows. Go back to season one. Go back to season two if you're interested in learning how to run further, if you're interested in how to run in cold weather, how to run in hot weather, or how to run in countries. If you're traveling, it's all there. Ah, And if you are interested in this type of this type of content, and you say, "Hey, this guy may, sort of makes sense." I mean, like, sort of like, would like to know more about it. You're going to go to Amazon anyway, aren't you? Maybe you need uh, something new for your house, or you're going to look for that new pair of running shoes. If you're on Amazon, just enter my name, Heiko Stribble, H-E-I-K-O-S-T-R-I-B-L, and brain training for runners, and you're going to see a very comprehensive, a very helpful useful practical book which is going to give you tools that you can use immediately from the word go it's nothing like you study five years or a 700 page book and why enter my name first if you don't enter my name first heiko stribble if you just enter brain training for runners you're going to hit a very fantastic book uh, but it's not by me and it is really about 650 pages and i find that many people struggle to read 650 pages what am i basing this on uh, simply traveling a lot and finding that so often at the airport, I'm the only loser with a book in my hand. Everybody's just, everybody, so many people are just scrolling through videos on TikTok or things like that. And at the end of the day, what have you got to show for it? But it's because we cannot keep the attention span to read a 600-page book. Who's got time to, even, even I struggle with a 600-page book. So, Brain Training for Runners, Heiko Stribble, or 365 Days Running Streak. If you're interested in in how to run one full year every single day. You don't like other people that are, I'm running every day and you're like, oh gee, I wish I could be like that. No, go for it. Make this happen. It is not so complicated. But how? I don't know how. I don't know how. Well, buy the book, 365 Days Running Streak, or Stribble. Um, it's a very um, short and it's written the way I speak. I mean, it's it's usable advice to help you get to that. Anyway, back to sleep if you want to become the best runner you want to be you need obviously energy and power and if you want to be full of energy and power refreshed re-energized that's what you need the sleep during the sleep your your body cells are renewed it's basically the repair process that's happening and and if if this starts to be disrupted especially over a long period of time then you're going to get difficulties so of course the question is how do we get great sleep Um, actually I, I, i can 't even answer i couldn 't even have answered that before thinking about this podcast because i was sort of like my my head hits the pillow and i 'm gone <laughs> so <clears throat> Uh, of course, we've all had a night where where we didn't sleep properly, you know, and and we were maybe tossing and turning, or maybe there was some sound or something. Or some dog was barking. Back where I'm from in South Africa, I mean, there are dogs barking. It's like, you better get used to it because they're not going to stop. They're not going to change their ways. <laughs> and sooner or later, you find out a way you can't sleep with all these dogs barking. And maybe some of you are traveling a lot. It's hotel rooms, people walking past, people laughing in front of the door, whatever. You're uh, talking. Oh well, I said to him, ha ha ha. Uh, happens sometimes. Why do you people talk in the hallways or outside the elevator? I mean, don't do it. It's a hotel. Other people are sleeping. But it happens. And these different environments, they can be a reason if you don't sleep well. But if this happens at home, this means now this is where you are... uh, uh, in your in your surroundings i presume there aren't too many dogs barking that you don't know or you know he's going to stop at 10 or you know, it's dave's dog you know he's going to put him in just now <laughs> and um we we human beings we of course we follow habits and these habits they work perfectly if we do them uh, ongoing if we do them every day repetition repetition the key of success isn't it and <clears throat> the Uh, many of us, we set an alarm clock. So we know what time we need to get to work, uh, what time do we need to leave the house. And now it becomes a little bit difficult by setting the alarm because what happens is some people sometimes sleep six hours, next time they sleep eight hours, and maybe on a weekend it's 10 hours. So what happens is Monday morning comes and no power, you know, the condition isn't there, the power isn't there. And that's because there was no consistency. There was the six hour, there was the eight hour sleep, there was the 10 hour sleep. And what then also happens is you've got a training plan so it's becoming more and more complex and this training plan maybe says hey you need to run you didn't run in the morning because hey there's a good podcast i also made about running in the morning and why it's so important it's in season two and so what happens is maybe some of us we run last thing we do last act of the day i do that sometimes it's not a good advice going out at ten thirty for a run it's not good because your muscles need to regenerate the cells need to regenerate so it's double work And, of course, it gets your heart rate up. So it it should be, let's say, three hours before you go to bed. should be the last time you go for a run. And don't make it a high-intensity workout. That's not worth it either. Um, Now, the REM phase, that is basically, you've heard about this. Oh, yeah, it's when the eyes move, when the eyelids are closed and the the eyes move underneath there. But actually what it is is just picture it for a second. Uh, Me as the dad, uh, my daughter goes out and she says she's going to come home at midnight. So I'm like, okay. Okay, and I'll sit there in my favorite chair, and I'm going to be waiting, 11.50, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and then just then I start to nod away, my eyes are feeling heavy, and I'm just sleep, falling asleep, and next moment, my daughter is waking me up, hey dad, 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 wake up, wake up, <laughs> and I wake up, I look at my, uh, my watch, and it's quarter past midnight, So that means already at quarter past midnight, I'm out of that REM phase because that REM phase, that just occurs. It's that short window. It's that short window just whilst falling asleep up until midnight, you can say, in this example, meaning those 10 minutes. And it is that phase where basically the, you can imagine it like a, a cleaning uh, lady in a hotel, you know, goes from one room to the next, cleaning them all out. And and that's what's happened, sorting them out, arranging the furniture, the events that happens, that driver that cut you off, that rude person at the bank, that colleague who always talks too much. All these things are sorted out. And it's very important to keep this REM phase, this needs to occur, if it doesn't occur, if we start interrupting that, what's going to happen? It's like having a, a stain on, on the carpet in that hotel room. The cleaning lady comes by, and she's got all the cleaning equipment, but she, she, doesn't, know, she doesn't have the time to spend now an extra 30 minutes in this room to take up the stain, does she? So she's got to move on. And then what happens is the hotel room starts to look shabby after some time. You know what's going to happen. There's a stain in in my hotel room. Oh, I mean, am I going to like take special care? Like, you know what it's like when you walk into a hotel room. Ooh, nice carpet. Like, let's be careful. Let's not spill the coffee. <laughs> and so the 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 face is something that you need to protect. Uh, Of course, there are medications that affect it, but we're runners, so I'm talking about if you're taking medication uh, because you have a flu or you have a cold or something like that. Um, What also affects your sleep is, of course, how often do you nap? Do you take a nap? Is it longer than 20 minutes? Just uh, less than 20 minutes. But the biggest thing, if you avoid these things, if you ensure the REM phase is taken care of, if you ensure you don't go for a late night run, do it sometimes, it is good. And... (laughs) uh, the, what what is a proven mythology which you know, i mean smarter people than me uh, at various universities have proven this again and again that even the evenings you sit down and you use a success book and a runner's success book and you reflect only on the positive things that happen during the day, three things during your run, three things. And sometimes it might be, if you look at my success book, which you shouldn't because it's mine, it's secret. But if you look at mine, sometimes it'll say, I went out. <laughs> and then I look at the weather that day and the weather was like, You know, two degrees and raining since last week. Uh, You know, so I'm proud that I went out because hey, I I I did it, and this success book it makes me chuckle whilst I write it down. You know, Um, uh, and you reflect on the positive things that happened during your run. You write that down, and that leads to a positive state of mind because hey, you're like putting yourself into a situation where you think, hey, actually, this was good. You're not reflecting on the negative. Well, that guy, he cut me off. And now let me tell you about that guy who cut me off. No, you're not. You are reflecting on the good things which you did, which you're under your control. And the more you do that, what's going to happen? When then the REM phase kicks in? What's then going to happen whilst you're going to sleep? I tell you, you're building your subconscious. You're building your subconscious with positive experiences. So what's going to happen? If you've been doing this, for 30 days if you've been doing this for one year if you've been doing this for five years or like some people for th- over 30 years what's going to happen you're going to reflect in the positive at night whilst you sleep now of course if you're going to watch uh, some or other binge on some or other netflix until one in the morning if you sleep with your phone on if you're constantly looking at these youtube shorts videos and they are addictive uh, you click on one, you're not going to stop after that. Even me, I keep on going. And next thing, it's like 10 minutes of my life, wasted. And I can't tell you what was the, 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 the second or the third last video I looked at. I can't because I can't remember it. But I can remember that run experience that I had. And at night, what's going to happen? As I'm sleeping, my subconscious part of the brain is building up positive events. It's storing positive memories. It's storing power moments. And what's that going to lead to? Already, I'm in a habit of sleeping, and I'm looking forward to this. It's a sensation where I'm like, "Wow, this is good." I'm looking forward because it is a habit of relaxing, reflecting on the good. REM phase comes in; it can clear out all those thoughts which are there, which aren't, which aren't constructive. And next thing, you fall into a deep, night sleep. You come up, you wake up refreshed. Uh, so, of course. Um, Uh, One thing is there, uh, that that as a runner, uh, you should add one extra minute in bed per night for every mile that you ran during the week. So if if you say, let's say there's eight hours of sleep and you're feeling well-rested and you're doing 40 miles, so you should aim for eight hours and 40 minutes. Try this. I I know it sounds a bit like, well, I'll, I'll repeat it again. So if usually you sleep eight hours, and you feel, you feel fine after those eight hours, and you, you, 40, 40 miles is what you're doing in a week. If it's 20, it's 20. It doesn't matter. It's just an example. it stay for 40. So then you should sleep eight hours and 40 minutes. If it's 20 miles, eight hours and 20 minutes. Just try that. These are studies that endurance athletes have said, and, and they found out. Now, of course, these are endurance athletes. I mean, they're not like me, the normal run-of-the-mill runners. These are pros. But, but... They did experiments uh, with these uh, um, uh, athletes, and they found that, um, along with of course uh, they were eating a certain way, um, uh, they, they were having uh, removing inflammatory foods, they were eliminating food intolerances, they were getting lots of protein and all that. but they figured that this is exactly what they needed to get a special performance on a regular basis and that's what you want you want that special performance you want to feel it is a more special run now it's more complicated if you want to read those findings you can it's described in much more complicated words this is how i this is how i recommend it and hey I, i want to say that for me the biggest part is going to bed already with a positive mindset if already you're going to go oh i never sleep well oh gee you know um, I can't sleep in different beds and oh, I can't sleep when it's hot. Oh, I can't sleep when it's that. Stop with that talk. Well, how is that? How exactly is that helping you? Explain that to me. How exactly is that putting you at a, at a at your mind in a relaxed state so that you're going to get that rest? Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope you're going to be writing. If you don't have a success book, just write it on a piece of paper. Just try doing it tonight. Start, to da- start tonight, again next night, again next night. And then next thing, you've got 30 days of writing on a sheet of paper those three positive steps before going to bed. And if you're running a 20-mile week and you sleep eight hours, sleep eight hours and 20 minutes. Just spend that time in bed. My name is Heiko. God bless you and remember, take it easy.